Well, everybody, we've made it. I'm Robin O'Neill. This is me reading stuff. It's been one year since I started this damn podcast. From my bathroom floor, if you remember, using my iPhone, I had nothing. I had no royalty-free hip-hop theme music. I had a whopping, I'm going to guess, two listeners. I had no confidence. Uh, But something about this felt right from the beginning, and it felt necessary. Not necessary or important to the world. Don't get me wrong here, but necessary for me. Doing this podcast twice a week, without fail, I might add, over the past year... Uh, It's just provided me with so much more than I'm really ever going to be able to explain to you or anybody. It feeds me. It has aligned me properly in some bizarre way. And there, there is something about having this as an outlet, even though my life is filled with outlets. I'm an artist. This is what I do. But this particular outlet, I think what it's done is given me some sense of balance. And balance is something I've been void of my entire life. And in fact, there were years and years where I claimed I didn't even want balance. I didn't want peace. I think I've mentioned this before. I, I kind of drafted an anti-self-help book not so long ago, about eight years ago, called The Quest for an Inner Calm and Why I Purposefully Lost. So that was me then. And this is me now, enjoying the balance that this has instilled upon me. There are other things I'm doing in my life that is causing me to feel more at ease, but this is a big one. And, you know, I've said it a million times when I talk about show and tell, but I crave this sort of literary or poetic version of show and tell so much. And and I believe in everything I have read to you here on this show deeply. Uh, And turning you guys on to writers and poets that you may not know or may have forgotten about means everything to me. Um, I would say that my favorite and really the most common response I get from listeners of this show is that they never, so many people thought they never even liked poetry. And now those people say they need it in their lives and they love it and they purchase it and they follow poets on Twitter and they follow poets and and their publishing companies. I mean, it's, I don't know. I love it when you guys buy the books of poetry that I recommend, especially when you support the contemporary poets out there. They deserve that. They deserve that and more. And I am just so, 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 so deeply grateful to all of you for listening and for subscribing to this podcast and for sharing it with your friends. Um, I started, I remember, with an average in the first couple of months of about like 20 downloads a day. I remember when I was excited, I got 80 downloads one day. And somehow, now I average around anywhere from 1,500 to 2,500 downloads a day. And um, that is with no sponsors, no producers, no professional equipment, no nothing. Just me going rogue over here on GarageBand or GarbageBand or whatever this fucking program is I use. Um, Oh, yeah, and every single week, by some miracle, I never say this, But I am one of the highest rated arts and literature podcasts on all of iTunes, which is really a very big deal and really unexplainable, actually. But obviously, this is entirely thanks to your love and support of me and your reviews and subscriptions. That's why that's happened, too. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I will continue to to do my thing over here. I hope you'll consider listening to my bullshit for another year or so. 
Uh, I plan on continuing to do all the things I do. I praise, I love, I hate, I question, I drink water. I, what do I do? I eat stupid bananas. I allow myself to be extremely vulnerable with all of you. I will continue to throw books across the room and bang on my desk. I will take long walks at dusk every single day. I've been getting 6,000 to 8,000 steps in a day, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to cry both unnecessarily and necessarily. I'm going to plummet into sadness, I'm sure, and then I'll rise right back up into some joy, and I'll do it again and again and again, I guess until I die. Some of this will be recorded for you. This is how it works. Uh, let me catch my breath. Wow, I got pumped up there. Yes, I love you guys. Just a reminder. So today for my one-year anniversary of me reading stuff, I've decided to read the poem that started it all, the first poem I ever read for you all. I'm going to read Wallace Stevens' The Man on the Dump. This is a poem that, <clears throat> I don't know, confounds and galvanizes like no other for me. Uh, this is from my book, um, The Collected Poems of Wallace Stevens. That's from Knopf Doubleday. I do recommend you get it. I'll put a link in the description of the podcast, as always, so that you can buy it or, or get it from the library yourself. Here we go, The Man on the Dump by Wallace Stevens. Day creeps down. The moon is creeping up. The sun is a corbel of flowers. The moon blanch places there a bouquet. Ho, ho, the dump is full of images. Days pass like papers from a press. The bouquets come here in the papers. So the sun and so the moon both come and the janitor's poems of every day, the wrapper on the can of pears, the cat in the paper bag, the corset, the box from Estonia, the tiger chest for tea. The freshness of night has been fresh a long time. The freshness of morning the blowing of day, one says, that it puffs as Cornelius Nepos reads. It puffs more than, less than, or it puffs like this or that. The green smacks in the eye. The dew in the green smacks like fresh water in a can, like the sea on a coconut. How many men have copied dew for buttons? How many women have covered themselves with dew? Dew dresses stones and chains of dew, heads of the floweriest flowers dewed with the dewiest dew. One grows to hate these things except on the dump. Now in the time of spring, azaleas, trilliums, myrtle, viburnums, daffodils, blue flocks, between that disgust and this, between the things that are on the dump, azaleas and so on, and those that will be, azaleas and so on one feels the purifying change one rejects the trash that's the moment when the moon creeps up to the bubbling of bassoons that's the time one looks at the elephant colorings of tires everything is shed and the moon comes up as the moon all its images are in the dump and you see as a man not like an image of a man you see the moon rise in the empty sky. One sits and beats an old tin can, lard pail. One beats and beats for that which one believes. That's what one wants to get near. Could it, after all, be merely oneself, as superior as the ear to a crow's voice? 
Did the nightingale torture the ear, pack the heart, and scratch the mind? And does the ear solace itself in peevish birds? Is it peace? Is it a philosopher's honeymoon one finds on the dump? Is it to sit among mattresses of the dead, bottles, pots, shoes, and grass, and murmur abtest eve? Is it to hear the bladder of grackles and say, invisible priest? Is it to eject, to pull the day to pieces and cry, stanza, my stone? Where was it one first heard of the truth? The, the. Mm. Ooh, man. I'm like shaking. That poem never, never fails to kind of do this to me. Anyway. All right, you guys. When I heard uh, James Galvin read that poem in this online course I was taking, he didn't read it. He just mentioned it. He mentioned a line from it. That's the moment that in my brain, I sparked the idea of doing this podcast. So that's why I wanted to re reread it to you. I'm really, truly shaking right now. Uh, anyway, okay, now I have to give it up for the people who have given me their love and support. Uh, I never write things down before I read them to you, but I, I did today because I have a lot of people that I want to make sure to mention. Early on, while I was sure I was, no, I was still totally unsure I should even do this podcast, actually. These were the people that kept me going on those, in that first month or two. Thank you to Eva Gergieva and her entire family. Thank you to Julie, Erica, Eric, my mom and dad, Tim, Joe, Angie, Anna, Pat, Marissa, and Jason. Now, along with those guys who remain as supportive as ever, there has been constant interest and feedback from these people. And for real, without this kind of continuous acknowledgement that people are actually listening and responding, I don't know that I would have been inspired to persist with this. So enormous gratitude to Stephanie Gehring, D.W. Burnham, David Drury, the folks at Harvester Arts, Matthew and Myra Sontheimer, Tommy, everyone at Tally Dunn Gallery, Daria, Mark, Carolina, and John, Rob Matthews, the guys at the Great Concavity Podcast. Check them out if you haven't already. Podcast about David Foster Wallace. Uh, Justin, Ryan, my intern David from Hawaii, everyone at my Monday night meetings. You guys all know who you are, and I'm sure I'm leaving hundreds of people out, and I'm sorry for that for anyone I've forgotten. Let's see. There were other people. <laughs> there were other things in people like the guy who took a whiz on the side of my building while I was recording, and all the listeners who emailed me explaining why he was spreading his legs so far apart that day while he was pissing all over things. Um, the couple who consummated their relationship in my parking garage uh, that one morning and the neighbor who was legit distressed by the whole thing, I'll never forget you guys. And above everyone else, of course, I thank Billy my, my sweet Billy, he is the most patient, thoughtful, helpful human being I have ever met and ever will meet. I don't have a clue how I got lucky enough to have Billy in my life, but I thank God every day for him. Look, you guys, I'm annoyed because this is getting to be 12 minutes, one of my longest podcasts ever. You know I try to go under 10 minutes every day, but this doesn't always work. Uh, I know no one has time for this shit. I mean, never, in general or today. 
Uh, just one more podcast, one more voice in your ear, one more thing clogging up the memory on your cell phone or wherever the hell you listen to this. I don't take it lightly, your spending time with me. I really don't. I love you all very much. I say it every day for a reason. I want you to have a killer beginning to this sure-to-be-magnificent week. I'm just kidding. It might not be magnificent. We may have shitty weeks, but we're going to do it together. Thank you for caring about poetry. Thank you for caring about me. Thank you for caring about yourselves, most of all. Keep doing that. I will talk to you guys very soon. We shall find peace. We shall hear angels. We shall see the sky sparkling with diamonds. That's Chekhov. Goodbye, you guys. I'll talk to you soon.